Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to my show. My name is Tudor, and this is the Seven Transformations podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I am super excited to continue this podcast. Uh, every month, I have a certain amount of episodes that I can record. And so, uh, you know, I ran out of that, obviously. So I had a good period of downtime. But in that time, I was able to plan a lot of really exciting episodes uh, for this month, February. So I am super, super pumped to share them with you. And uh, actually, really quick update before I get into today's topic. I am going to be posting every Friday. I do like a Fitness Friday thing. Uh, my friends and I are doing a physique competition, uh, you know, and, and journaling about that, blogging about that, basically the journey towards uh, that goal in July. It's going to be pretty exciting stuff. Definitely a transformative experience, so that's why it belongs in, you know, this dialogue. But anyway, that's not the point. Uh, I had an idea to share that experience with my own mother. So I won't talk about it too much here, obviously, but uh, I will invite you to check out my YouTube channel. Uh, it's Tudor Alexander. You can check my blog. This is where everything is at. Uh, it's twodoorsblog.com, T-W-O-D-O-O-R-S. Blog.com. It's a really inspiring story. I've I've tried to help my mom for years uh, to lose some weight, and recently I've come up with a 90-day challenge for her for Mother's Day with one of my really good friends who is an amazing personal trainer. So it's pretty cool. I posted a video there on my blog uh, about the story and what I'm going to be doing every Friday. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, if that kind of thing resonates with you, weight loss, uh, transformation, you know, if you if you have a mother that's you know, had to deal with those kinds of things, or if you're in that situation, uh, feel free to check it out. It's pretty cool, and I'm really excited to do that for my mom. So anyway, today's topic is an introduction to a series of episodes that I want to do this month, and uh, those are based, again, on on the book that I'm writing, The Seven Transformations, and the, the title is Demystifying the Mystical Six. Now, that really... Sounds kind of fancy, probably, right? What is that? The mystical six, like, ooh, that's, you know, shrouded in this fog of ubiquity or whatever, you know? And and that's the point, you know? The point is that I I thought of this title to bring about the feeling of this mysticism. And, and what is that about is that these are six words or phrases uh, that are very shrouded in mystery, that they are just these things that we have put on a pedestal as a culture uh, that have alienated us from something I feel is very natural uh, and also very important to maintaining transformation in your life. You know, this podcast, my book, all this stuff we're talking about is creating a life that you want to live. It's not living in the same box that society tells you or you know, that the world is pushing upon you, it is about creating your life. And that requires transformation. That requires letting go of certain behaviors and habits that aren't serving you, uh, that have been default loaded into your program by society and by other people and just by the human nature that we acquire when we're born. You know, so, so transformation is an ongoing thing. And within that practice, it's really a practice. It's not an outcome. It's a practice. And Within that practice, there are tools that we use to continue that practice. You know, there's obstacles that come up to, you know, 
make that practice more difficult, whatever, right? And these, these words, I picked these words because they are extremely important, uh, definitely in the book that I'm writing, but I, I feel that in any kind of conversation about transformation, these words pop up, and they are present there in some shape, form, or another. I, I picked a particular way of labeling them or, or referring to them that's pretty common, uh, but again, you've probably heard many of these before if you are talking about these types of things, transformation, if you're in those kinds of conversations. Uh, and if you're not, that's cool too. If this is something that you're listening to for the first time, that's even better. You know, listen to these words and pay attention to how they occur to you. Like what kind of pictures come up in your mind? How do you feel about them? Do you feel like, oh, wow, that's kind of frou-frou? or they make you uncomfortable, or they make you confused, or they make you excited. I don't know, you know. So, you know, the six words of the mystical six are spirituality, the purpose of life, creative energy, transformation, enlightenment, and healing. So, again, spirituality, creative energy, life purpose, or the purpose of life, enlightenment, transformation, and healing. So, you know, all those words that you have just heard, they definitely have some sort of weight to them. You know, there, there's a heaviness to it. Maybe sometimes they they signal like a serious conversation is about to start. You know, when you hear healing, unless it's you know, in the context of medicine or something like that, where it's referring strictly to the physical processes of the body. Uh, if it's outside of that context, it, it starts to get into frou-frou land, you know, out there, voodoo, magic, you know, supernatural, whatever, right? Uh, I know that's certainly the case for myself, at least it was, you know, a while ago. But a lot of these words, in reality, they actually refer to things that are very natural, and commonplace and easy. You know, and that's the whole point that if we can demystify these words in our minds, in our practice of transformation, then it makes creating your life so much easier, so much simpler. And like I said, I'll have an episode for each of these words because uh, it's, you know, each one of them is its own can of worms, so to speak. Now, this episode is just an introduction to get your mind. Uh, jogging on these words, because every everything occurs to us in a certain way, period. So, you know, these words all have an occurrence. Like I said, they may be different for you, but, you know, they might scare you, they might confuse you, they might sound really out there, and it's like, oh, wow, what a bunch of BS, you know, that stuff doesn't happen. Or, I don't know, you know, maybe they get you excited. Maybe you get curious about it. Everybody's different, but they have some way that they land. And the important part for the following episodes, this episode, my book, your own practice of transformation, is to begin to see these things as very natural and easy as an extension of your own power. We have lost our ability to listen to Mother Nature, our ability to listen to our inner self to discover these things that are so natural. You know, you look at some of these cultures that have practiced ancient herbs and medicine and, and 
all kinds of stuff that we attribute as very quote unquote weird. Uh, but in reality, that's been that's been around for thousands of years. That's not weird. It's our perception that is skewed. You know, it's like if you put some broken glasses on, that doesn't mean reality is broken. It means your glasses need to be replaced. And that's the case with these, you know. So when we look at these words like spirituality, enlightenment, healing, transformation, that are just very, you know, big words, uh, why, how are they natural? Why are they so big? Why are they on a pedestal? What has contributed to making them you know, something that is very supernatural or out there versus something that's very commonplace that can belong in a regular conversation like this. And I've come up with three things that I wanted to introduce you to uh, in this episode. Again, this is an introduction to these ideas, the mystical six, and to get your mind jogging on, you know, why they occur a certain way. And the first reason is our culture. You know, we live in a culture that emphasizes, at least Western culture, but in general, our culture is one of consumption. You know, so that is really the main distinction is versus consumption versus creation. You know, when we were in tribal societies, like I said, the, the these types of things like spirituality, connecting to Mother Nature, transformation, healing, these things were every, you know, commonplace, you know, you had rites of passage, you had spiritual dances and tribes, you had, you know, uh, going out and, you know, being away from the tribe for extended periods of time so you could listen to what your ghost guides had to tell you. These things were not odd. They were very commonplace. So what happened? And what happened was our culture. You know, that was the first thing, is our culture and, and society, I guess you could lump both of those in, but I'll distinguish them later. Culture of creation and consumption. And we don't do too much creation, at least not the majority of us. There's a few that do, but most of us consume. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on our Hulu accounts, on our Netflix TV. We are consuming constantly, and we're consuming, you know, most of the information that we're consuming has no relevance to our own self-exploration. So although the amount of information that's being exchanged and consumed is much more, the value and quality of that information is questionable, you know, and you hear that with many arguments about the social networking, how it really hasn't made us more connected, in fact, quite the opposite. So, you know, our culture keeps us occupied. You know, it's always depressing for me to go out and see young kids, whatever, even I've even seen like four or five-year-olds where they're on the iPad already, just clicking away. And it's it's like, man, you already grew up plugged in. There's no sense of going out and, you know, playing in a treehouse or, you know, whatever that the older generations we used to do. You know, so it's it's pretty sad because that's the culture we live in. And when you are plugged in and, cre- and consuming constantly, what effect does that have on your connection to things like spirituality, to realizing that the universe you know, can heal, that that you have that within you, that you have creative energy that you can use to create, well, you aren't in tune with those things. Because if you're consuming the content of the culture and it's in its many forms, whatever, you know, stimulating foods, you know, little superficial shows that, that we watch, you know, memes, all these types of things, 
that keeps you so occupied that you never really have time to look within and to develop yourself or to see what you're naturally gifted at or good at or curious about. You are constantly occupied because you're consuming. So that is one of the reasons why we have alienated ourselves from those words, you know, from not just the words themselves, but from what they mean, you know. And the next, uh, you know, I said that culture and society, I would distinguish them. You know, I they are similar, but society, I refer to society as the actual physical things that happen, like the Industrial Revolution, our technology. You know, they go hand in hand because, you know, those things generate culture and they affect it as well. But part of that is just the, the sheer fact of living in a city. You know, when you live in a, a city and you are not really connected to nature, it's very difficult to observe the wisdom that has been there for thousands and thousands of years across the generations. Everything that we need to know, this is a main point that I iterate in my book, you know, quite a lot, you know, repeatedly, everything that we need to know has already been discovered. There's nothing new. There is no new knowledge. There is no crazy answer to the purpose of life or anything like that. And we'll get into that in one of those future episodes because, again, the purpose of life is one of the mystical six, right? But there's no, <clears throat> there's no new knowledge. And the reason that is is because the patterns and cycles and wisdom that has been readily observed by our ancient ancestors has been passed down every generation because they were in communion with nature. They were out there seeing the cycles of life being part of them regularly, having quiet time, observing, you know, just being in tune with Mother Earth. And those kind of things are alienated from us when we live in the city. We have no clue about that. We're constantly just running around like rats after a flood, just scurrying for our, you know, nuts and seeds and, and putting our money in our bank accounts, running to the next thing, you know, getting some stimulants, going back to work. It's just a little rat race for the most part. And that's fine too. You know, there's nothing wrong with society. I'm not going to sit here and bash society because it's also has its great things. But again, what is the cost? It is that we have not connected to nature and in the process alienated ourselves from its wisdom. And its wisdom is learning about things like transformation and you know, enlightenment and the purpose of life and your creative energy and those types of things. If you didn't have time, if mankind didn't have time to observe a butterfly and a caterpillar, that metaphor would have never made it into our language. So that's the point, you know, is that when we observe nature, we learn what we need to learn. Uh, you know, and, and the final thing, again, these are all related, culture, society. The final thing is becoming adults, our adult life. Because with that, there are many changes that happen uh, that are significant in alienating us from things like spirituality, our purpose of life, healing, transformation. You know, with being adult comes reasonable thinking. It comes having to think about, oh shoot, do I need to pay the rent and survive and this and that. And when we get into that rat race, we lose a lot of things, namely our wonder. You know, as children, we're very curious. We wonder about things. We 
have this awe and excitement of exploration. And that's what makes us human. That kind of wonder, if it's preserved into adulthood, is very powerful because as adults, we actually have the other side of things, which is knowledge and experience and, you know, action and, and seeing, you know, being pragmatic, those kind of things that complement that childhood wonder. But without the wonder, you know, it's it's both. You can't have one or the other, only one or the other. If you're too pragmatic or too reasonable, you're not going to get anything done. You're never going to take risks. You're never going to see the magic and mystery behind the universe. So as adults, we tend to default to that because of the educational system, culture, society. Again, it's all related, and I'm not going to rant about it here. But again, it's just to make you think because something like being spiritual is not reserved for frou-frou retreats or doing yoga or some religious sect. Spirituality is something that's very natural and something that you can talk about freely with people that you should talk about. You know, enlightenment is something very simple. It's not nearly as high on a pedestal that we put it at. Creative energy, being creative has nothing to do with being creative or artistic as it's normally perceived. It is everything to do with your own energy and manifesting it into the world. You know, so these types of things are all very natural and normal. And if we can bring them back down to earth, if we can demystify the mystical six, right? Then transformation, which is what this podcast and my book is all about, is something that's also very down to earth, very approachable, very easy, and something that is available to all of us. So give it some thought. Again, the mystical six words, you'll be doing some episodes on these. There's spirituality, enlightenment, creative energy, the purpose of life, healing, and transformation. So give it some thought. Like I said, this episode was just an introduction to these ideas. I will have uh, episodes following up for each one of them in more detail, taking a look at how they are perceived, how they can be brought down to earth, and how they can empower you to maintain transformation as a practice within your daily life. So that's what it's all about. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said, I'm super excited to get back on the saddle with the podcast for February. Uh, If you like this podcast, please share it. Uh, I also am on iTunes, and in the first two months, uh, this is the second month, uh, iTunes gives you a chance to get some reviews from people, and basically, you know, if you make it, you can be promoted on one of the new and noteworthy in their uh, section. So anyway, if you like this show, uh, feel free to write me a review or give me feedback. You know, whatever you feel, if it if it impacts your life, if it's something you enjoy, let me know. Reach out. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm on Instagram. You know, I have a blog that I maintain regularly with some other things. So let me know. Thank you so much for listening. Have yourself a wonderful night, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>